Hey man, you're listening to the Black and White Show. So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, you know, it's it's good to look back and want to make improvements, but also not to sum ourselves up unjustly. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Let's let's talk a little bit about Zuko. I mean, because we've talked what about you... this, but we how about Zuko's arc so maybe we can tie this all together here so let me, let me not noah's arc not noah zuko's arc zuko's arc his redemption arc welcome to the in black and white show everyone where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of jesus christ yeah i i myself am here joined in the digital by lenny escobar a uh, co-host with me, a co-host, yeah, hosting cooperatively. How you doing, Lenny? Yeah, I'm doing good, doing good, doing good, doing good. That's <laughs> more good, man. That's more good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Happy uh, America weekend, everyone. Happy hope America had, weekend. Uh, hope you had a good weekend. Yeah. Um, and hope nobody got hit by a firework. Yes, hit by fireworks is no good for you. No good for anyone, really. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not. You ever been hit by like a firework? Yes, I have. And actually, have you? Yeah, let me tell you a little story. My so let it, it, let me, let's go back into my childhood. Actually, I wasn't okay. really hit by a firework, but I definitely okay. was burned by one. So let's go back, oh my my. T- back into my childhood about maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, my father's from El Salvador. And so we we were there. Me and my dad were there for I believe it was a it, no, it was Fourth of July. It was it was some it was like their Independence Day or their it might have been New Year's. No, no, it must have been. It was like some some day where they were celebrating some sort of some holiday there. I don't remember what it was. Um, yeah. Anyways, they were cel- celebrating with some something fireworks. that required fireworks. Yeah, something that required fireworks. They were celebrating with fireworks and. To let you know, at least back in those days, the requirements, the 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 safety requirements, the the construction of said fireworks is a little different than it is here in the U.S. <laughs> it's a little bit more volatile. Anyways, that being said, there was a um, there's like you know those little pop little pop rocks things like you you have them yeah in poppets there, yeah poppets they're in the straw and then you just throw them and they make a spark. Yeah, well, well you got a whole bunch of those yeah, this weekend. Exactly. So they had the similar kind in El Salvador, at least back when I was a, a little littler kid, and but they were filled with actual explosive, like like actual powder. So it wasn't like two sticks, it wasn't like two stones, like two, you know. I think it's like flint put together that when you throw it, it hits together and sparks, kind of a thing. I think that's how that works. But no, this yeah. was actually powder that exploded. From the little force, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's gunpowder, like little, little mini bombs. But it was there was literally like that kind of thing. Anyways, yeah. it's enough to cause, like, you throw them at each other, they hurt, but they don't cause a lot of damage. You know, at least one. Anyways, like airsofting. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I was throwing these and having a good time. I need another pack, so you know they come in these little packs and you have to open them. And I couldn't open it, so I put it up to my mouth. And I opened it with my mouth, and every all of them just popped right in my face and in my mouth. Yes, it was a terrible, terrible thing. 
And I remember, I remember it was just like, and I just remember like, and I remember screaming and then running to somebody who looked like my dad. It actually was my uncle, but I ran to him and I just buried my face in his, in his shirt, you know, on the back or something. It happened to be my uncle. And so they turned me around and, um, um, lo and behold, my face was all burned. I still have a scar. Actually, it's covered by my beard now. But it was my face was scarred, and I was spitting out these pellets, these pellets of like the of the charred whatever it was. I was spitting yeah. this stuff out, and I had this really nasty, nasty burn all over my face. Ooh. And uh, and I went to the doctor. I went to the. I got some ointment for it. I didn't even go to the doctor. <laughs> I went to got some ointment for it. And uh, the funny part about it is. To this day, I'm pretty sure if my mom listens to the show, she will know for sure. But to this day, she, my mom doesn't know how my face got burned, really. Because my dad told me to tell her that oh. I got it by eating raw mangoes, like green mangoes. And it just kind of caused my skin to, um, um, caused my skin to you know, because I was allergic yeah. to it. Because the yeah. Yeah. Are you really? No, I'm not. But that's what my dad told me to tell her. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, makes sense. So that's what I did. I told her that. So um, that is my fireworks story of how oh, wow. I burned my mouth um, on these you know, poppet things. Talking about putting ointment on it. I'm like, that's just kind of how you did it back then, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what my dad, my dad's always like, throw mud on it. You're fine. I'm like, oh, well, all right. Guess I'll just put mud on whatever wound I have. Yeah, your 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 thumb is chopped off. Put some mud on it. You're like, all <laughs> put right. some mud on it. Give that a little soil. It'll grow back. Oh, all right. <laughs> just like, but uh, I did laugh a lot during your story because it's ridiculous. But that does sound pretty painful and kind of traumatizing for a little kiddo. Yeah, a little bit. But actually, I feel like it was. I still played with them though. Because at the end, I after mean, that, after that, I was like, oh, well, these are still fun, and. Uh, I just was careful to open up the package. Yeah. Yes. Not with your mouth. Not anymore. with my mouth. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of funny because we were doing uh, some some minor fireworks on Saturday, and uh, we took Finlay out. We kept her up late to see some fireworks, and uh, she likes to point at them and go pop, 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 pop. And uh, she loves watching them, but the sound scares her. <laughs> so she is at war with herself the whole time. We're out there watching fireworks and she's like she hears the sounds and she like kind of shakes and gets scared and then she keeps looking at him and going pop pop and like having fun pointing at him like half scared half having fun. <laughs> and uh she's kind of a it's kind of back and forth the whole time, but uh anyway, we like I tried to I took her back home to go get some some isolation headphones for her because we have a little kid version of those that we bought when we came out to Idaho, if you recall. Yeah. Many, many yeah. moons ago. Yeah, many moons. Because <clears throat> we're going to a concert. We might have taken her. But, uh, I, you know, I took her away to go get these isolation headphones, and she was so sad that she couldn't watch the pop-pops, but she was also really traumatized by the sound. So I'm like, what do you want, little one? <laughs> but uh, anyway, we got the headphones, and she was she was good. She's she's all good after that. So, well, because she was excited to watch them to watch them pop up. Yeah, she watched it pop up, and it was all good. Um, and she didn't have to hear how loud they were. So, 
That's good. Well, um, so here in Boise, they uh, the so just so you know, um, Boise in in the Ada County, which is like Boise County, but it's called Ada County. Um, we are in stage three, or maybe we just we just maybe we just went down. No, we're in stage three of like the reopening plan. So we're going backwards now, just because of how COVID is happening, how it's working in our in our. Yeah, I heard it was is going up pretty quick in Idaho. Yeah, so we are back down into stage three, which means that, uh, you know, no, no group gatherings over 50 people. So they canceled all of the fireworks at least in, and I think they canceled fireworks all across the Valley, but specifically in Boise, they canceled them in this area. So people took it into their own hands to, you know, no, it's not huge fireworks displays with like the massive ones up in the air. Right. But everybody, you know, everybody bought a, a huge surplus of these fireworks and so we you can see them yes. there's a there's a picture of all across the the at least boise like you could see it like you just see all these fireworks just popping up everywhere and there's a really cool picture of them you can see like a whole bunch of them shooting up around the city at the same time and it's really really cool yeah. anyways that's oh, what, yeah. that's what my family did um we ended up uh enjoying some fireworks in, a, in, an, in an abandoned parking lot which is pretty fun no, yeah, yeah. So that was. Not, it's cool that you say that with the fireworks, uh, like, because we, I know it's the same thing. I saw lots of uh, videos from people in Utah Valley, and even up north in uh, Logan, I saw some videos, and around where I am uh, in Eagle Mountain, mm-hmm. but uh, tons of fireworks. They oh, were going to like midnight. Oh, I thought you lived in Spanish Fork. No, 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 no. No 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 no. Um, oh, that's right. Does you that li- sound cool? Oh yeah, you live in Provo. I forgot. Unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, tons of fireworks. Yeah, because people took them in their own hands, and and uh, you know, probably good that we didn't all get together for a big fireworks show. That's a great way to to, to share uh, some 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 stuff. But uh, yeah. by the way, can I tell a story? Yeah, please. Nah, do. Maybe I, maybe I shouldn't. Well, what story is it? I don't want to discourage anyone from getting tested. Hmm. Yeah, don't don't discourage people. Right. Testing good, everyone. Testing good. I'm gonna tell you a story anyway. If it discourages you, then I'm sorry. Um, I got tested last week mm-hmm. for the old COVID because yeah. I've had some sh- shortness of breath. Mm. That's it, though. I feel I feel fine. Yeah, but you should probably get tested. But that's one of the symptoms. They want to get tested for it and. I was nagged enough that I did it. Um, you know, I was pretty sure I didn't have anything, but it's good to do that, people. It's good to be responsible. Um, even though I was like ninety nine percent sure it was nothing. Uh, hey, Cody, yeah, I went in. Cody, do you want to qualify that anymore? Do you have anything more to say about that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, um, so you went in even though you were yeah. 99% sure you had shortness of breath, but you were nagging yeah. enough about was, to get tested. <laughs> yeah, so. I, was, I was completely sure. Yeah. So I went in, they were like, yeah, we're going to swab you. I'm like, why? I, don't, I know I don't have it. Okay, whatever. I'm like 99% sure. And uh, so they swabbed me, and I was like, you can throw it away. I already know I'm 99% sure I don't have it. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. I didn't do any of that. I'm not a butt um, yeah. most of the time. 
And I went in and they they swabbed me in my car, and that swabbing was 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 traumatic. I don't know if other people it's it's a nicer swab, it's a nicer experience, but it was not nice for me. I don't I don't yeah. think it, I don't think it is a nice experience for anybody. Anybody I've talked to, no 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 no. That's a that's a lame way for me to say not nice. <laughs> How about ter- terribly invasive? Okay. Um. I don't know, man. It's just they're like, okay, we're gonna stick this swab up your nose, and uh, they didn't say it like that because no people don't say nose; they say nose. <laughs> we'll stick this up your nose, and uh, we're gonna swab uh, essentially your brain for 15 seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's news to me. Well, I thought this was a pop, pop. You're in and you're out, and we're good to go. But. So they tried my left nostril, and they couldn't get it through, so they're, like, jamming it over and over again. Sorry about that. I'm like, it's fine. Let's just get it in here. And so uh, that didn't work, so Mm -hmm. they tried my other nostril. Went Mm -hmm. right in. And, uh, yeah, they scratch your brain for 15 seconds. That's a long 15 seconds um, to have a little swab in your sinuses. Mm. It is is more than uncomfortable. It was... Was was it it painful? It was painful. I would say painful, yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard other people ex, ex, describe it the same way that you just did. Yeah. Anyway, but go get tested if you need to. I don't want to discourage anyone. Yeah, but, yeah. Don't let Cody's qualifications, you know, scare you away. At least, at least you can expect it. Yeah, and, exactly. And like my my work buddy really set the bar low for me. Which, uh, if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, I was fine. It didn't really, it didn't really bother me. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, I, no, I, I usually get my forget. brain scratched. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to scratching my brain. All right, we better get rolling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Show. Wow, it's been I'm at sorry. least 10, 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes, so if it's just, just yammering. Anyways, let's get on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Okay, we're going to jump into the old would you rather, all right? Oh, oh. Right. This would you rather is brought to you by Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, qualify, just a little uh, background for this. My wife, my wife, and I have been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. She's never seen it. I got to see it again with her, and it's awesome. So this is brought to you so, by this Avatar. It is more less of a would you rather, but more of a which bending element do you most? Yeah. Uh, um, most uh, relate to not what you want to not what you want okay. to do but what you feel like you actually relate to yeah 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 uh, okay we, let's guess for each other before we say Ooh, I like it I like it I like it, I like it for about sure that? okay yeah mm-hmm. okay um, you want to guess for me first I'll, or I'll, I'll, guess, I'll you guess for you first? I'll guess for you first um, I have two guesses. It's either earth or water. Um, and I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say my, my first guess, my, my, my solid guess is water. Interesting. Yeah. For you, I'd say, uh, earth or water as well, but I think I'd say water for you. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, how what I actually feel like I relate to is earth, actually. Yeah, why is that? So earth bending is characterized by strong-willed, stubborn, 
and unbendable or un, un, unflinchingness. And also it's, yeah. it's also characterized by good grounding, solid and um, dependable. And I feel like I can, I can, I feel like I can relate to all of those things. I feel like you're the second half of those hardcore. I do not feel like you're you're stubborn and unbendable. In fact, you're one of the most humble people I know who's oh. willing to shift your uh your your um your 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 footing or your your view viewpoints as you learn information and grow and and apply them. So, well, I appreciate I, I don't, that. I don't I don't think you're stubborn at all. I appreciate that. My wife would disagree with you wholeheartedly. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. If I think about when I was your wife on the mission, then maybe I could see some things. <laughs> All right, what do you what do you what do you feel like you relate to more? Um fire, hands down. Really? Okay, explain, hands please. Down. Please explain. Fire's kind of the uh aggressive and a little, little bit am- ambitious, but um yeah, a disciplined go-getter kind of kind of personality mm-hmm. um very self-motivated so i think i i i land in that that category pretty well um i want to i want to be air but i know i'm not that free-spirited yeah and uh i i i have zero interest in water or anything so i don't care about that <laughs> um <laughs> i hope that that's a good reason but yeah definitely fire i took I remember taking a, a few tests back in the day, and not that tests are all knowing, but uh, I took a few, of them and I always got fire, and I was like, "What the heck?" I know I was a butthead, but that doesn't mean you're a butthead, <laughs> right? Right. Actually, fire, sure. fire is. I think that's a really good one because fire is, um, in the truest sense, fire is discipline. Because if you're not right. disciplined, it goes out of control. Right. Um, yeah, that's. And I'm it. pretty passionate. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Things, so, it's pretty yeah. interesting. I think that um, I also want to be air. I wish I was air. I, I really do be free spirited yeah. like that, but um, definitely feel like I'm a more an earthbender. I think earth is probably good. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe water, but I don't really know all the characteristics that go with water. I yeah. feel like water is flexible and and um, and like a quiet power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that can see that it's it's definitely has um shifting like it's about using water is about using um energy like at least if i can re- remember what's said in the show water is about using your opponent's energy against them right it's about using yeah. energy it's about using it's like going with the flow and using that energy to go where you want to go instead of forcing it yeah so i don't know yeah, yeah. that's cool that's a good way to put it so well, yeah, that's that's so, pretty interesting. I, I like so, that. I I um. I think it would be interesting to hear what other people feel like they what element characteristics. Yeah. If you're familiar with the show, that is, and if you're not familiar with the show, you should go and watch. Stop it. listening. Oh yeah. Just kidding. Don't please don't stay here. Yeah, we stay here. You. Why don't you're you go great. ahead and turn on Avatar: The Last Airbender while you listen to this? That's what you should. Yeah. Do. Ooh. Ooh. That's a great idea. Yeah. I know. I'm full and, of them. Uh, <laughs> you're full of them, <laughs> and, and and while you're at it, go on get you stink hind unfinished rocking chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should also check out that Twitter account by what is that? What is it called? 
uh, Biden insult bot. Oh man, uh, Biden insult bot, bot man. That's, that's probably the only the only good thing on Twitter. Um, just kidding if you like Twitter, but if you hate Twitter, then I mean that. And if you like Twitter, then I still mean it probably. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the reason we talked about all that, y'all, is because Black Tube is Because we're getting blocked to business, and it's a good segue. Mm-hmm. Because we want to talk about, uh, we actually kind of wanted to blend a little bit of a conversation about Avatar: The Last Airbender. If you guys haven't seen it, there are spoilers. We are going to discuss. You've been warned. We will ruin it. We'll ruin it for you. Ruin, no ruin but, uh, it. We kind of wanted to discuss Zuko's redemption arc and kind of how that is the human condition and also we just had the 4th of July uh, Independence Day here in America and there's been lots of mixed feelings about the 4th of July and um, I kind of wanted to talk about America's uh, redemption, redemption arc, arc. In, in a way yeah So, I, I like the way that you put that because I think we can all agree that our country is not perfect in fact it's far from perfect and in fact far from perfect it is kind of a mess right now but what is good about it is that it's not over you know where we're going as a country as a nation is not over we have a chance to continually perfect ourselves in essence um, becoming better people better citizens better a better nation to and and better global citizens and as well so i think that's yeah. really and really important um to start off the conversation i want to say that like everything that we talk about this is just us talking me and cody talking expressing our feelings and our opinions they don't necessarily mm-hmm. represent the views of the church we we attend and uh, profess to be a part of or necessarily they don't um they don't represent any other views except me and cody so with that bit, that in mind, yeah. let's uh, let's let's continue on with our conversation. With that caviar, mm, caviar, delicious. Yeah, uh, yeah. So just just us, and, and we do want to start with uh, obviously you can't be blind to the situation, what's going on around us. There's uh, some mixed feelings about Fourth of July. You know, a lot of people uh, are more critical of it this year because of obviously the dialogue that's going on in our country right now about race and how to improve race relations and, and so forth, especially with police brutality and so on and so forth. And so, so goes and forward and so on. <laughs> <laughs> really just said that seven times. Yeah, that was good. It was actually only four, but, um, um I really, well, thank in, you for pointing that out. Yeah, absolutely. You're actually not really, don't really know how to count. So, um, but what's really important, so, <laughs> uh, what's really important, I think though, in this continuing conversation is, um, I just, well, for me, so personally the, in this continued conversation, I think the, the effort is that we're just, I just, I want to get better. I want to understand more. I want to even, you know, as a black American, I want to understand more and be a better citizen in my own country. And I, and I, and I hope other people want to do that too. And I feel like yeah. that's where we are as a nation is we are right now in the growing pains of becoming better people, a better nation. And what I want to say is that why I want to say that is because every person who is growing 
has made mistakes in the past. And I think that that is, you know, this is where this ties into this redemption arc that Avatar, which we'll, which we'll talk about in a second, with Zuko in, in the Avatar. I just want to say that we are imperfect and we have to acknowledge our past mixed failings, our past failings in order to grow and become better in the future. And how that relates to me in in in, in Fourth of July um, is so the the kind of dialogue about it is, you know, should we even be celebrating it, celebrating it, um, f- for the sake because of all these other injustices that these people who founded the country have done to people, and that their their writings and what they're saying, what they penned in the Constitution or the Fourth or the or the Declaration of Independence didn't apply to those people into to all people just to white in essence slaveholders and i wanted to say just express and say yes that's true but i also think that there was an inherent the way that they penned it was inherent that it was going to be applied to all people at some point and i feel like yeah. that um, even if they didn't intend it that's what it was intended in the very beginning and that is what i celebrate I celebrate the fact that we that those words were penned. I celebrate the fact that there are people who have, you know, who have fought to to protect the country and the liberties that are afforded in this country. You know, the liberties to protest, you know, protest to demonstrate to change what you don't like as a people. And I feel like that is worth celebrating. Yeah. I, th- I feel like those are the things that I celebrate on Independence Day on the Fourth of July. Maybe not ju- not that's, just Independence Day. That's well said. That's well said. And I think uh, and I think that's I would think that's been fairly unanimous over the years too. I don't think uh, that's uh, as far as we we celebrate the idea of of freedom and, and how that's represented in the Constitution. Um, the context of it, you know, I don't want to attribute intent or anything to the founding fathers. They're obviously very uh, intelligent and well-meaning to some extent. You can't deny that with what they wrote in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we celebrate those ideas because they have paved the way for the eventual uh, emancipation of the slaves. Right. And then the eventual civil rights movement. And then now where we are today and, and, and so forth, it's... It's this redemption arc of America. America is, you know, in all countries, I'm sure all countries experience some kind of redemption arc. And um, that's not to say that every arc is, it looks the same, mm. or that we're constantly going up. It's just to say that, like you said, Lenny, nothing, nothing's over, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a chance for improvement and redemption. And America is like, we are as people, right? Nobody's perfect. Um, and the beauty of looking back on our history is look at how look at how far we've come and the and the improvements we have made. Not to say that there aren't any more improvements to make at this point. And obviously there are. And obviously we're having dialogue to try to fix some of those things right now. And so I think, uh, like you said, it, it's it's a thing to celebrate that we can we can uh, play a part here and we can. Uh, we have a voice, we have an influence, we have a choice to improve things. And uh, many ways we can do that, but anyway. And, and there's, 
Oh, sorry. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking, going back to an earlier point that I think we both said is that the words, whether however they were meant by the people who wrote them, they have inherent meaning about what it means, what it's going to mean in the future. And I am, I'm dead set. I know that Heavenly Father, God, made it so that that was the thing. God knew that this was going to happen. The fallacies, or sorry, the fallacies, the fallible, fallibleness of men, and however they meant, they were written in such a way that inspired this idea that it was going to be freedom for all of his children. You know, and it, and it just had to be, for whatever reason, mostly I would say the, the like again, the fallibleness of men that it took so long. But it's it's happening. And the right. reason, I mean, they were penned in such a way, they were inspired in such a way that that was happened. And I truly believe that. I know that that is actually yeah. why it is. Because it peeves, because it, really right now it paves the way, like you said, for everything that's happening. The civil rights movement, the movement we have today, um, and it's going to continue on. It's going gonna, it's gonna to continue paving the way. Really, in my opinion, God set the way, set the, the way for America's redemption arc. Because... I mean yeah. the world's redemption arc. I mean just world, but, yeah. but but really specifically in this set the the America's redemption arc from from its however from its very a very um unholy roots. You know there was some holiness to it, some unholiness whatever, but it, there was yeah. unholiness in it and it's just, just we're just getting better. I mean you look at the the progression of mankind. Mm-hmm from creation yeah and you read some stuff in the old testament and it's it gets pretty barbaric at times oh absolutely you think you think about uh the freedoms that we enjoy and the protections we enjoy and all the free time we get to spend yelling at each other on social media like oh look at all the spare time we have to go do that while these people and thousands of years ago i mean the we, we, there's been improvements from thousands of years ago to 2,000 years ago to 1,000 years ago. Well, Dark Ages is kind of yeah. shifty. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> then you have the Renaissance, and then you have anyway all these things, and and mankind is on a redemption arc. Mm. Oh man, and, I love uh, that. That's good. That's good, man. So, you know, America's Constitution—that's part of this overall redemption arc. It doesn't mean that America, when the Constitution was written, was was at the bottom of its arc. I'm sure it was better then than it, than we were doing thousands of years before that. Mm-hmm. Think about what people are going to say about us a hundred years from now, mm-hmm. and and think if it's fair for them to project their modern frame of mind onto us. Now it, it's fair to criticize and to extrapolate and try to make good change in your time, but to assume the intent and to assume the goodness or the evilness of people. You know, maybe we're complete scum to people 200 years from now, the mm. way that we're talking about people 200 years ago. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. And so I, that's a good point. I, yeah, I, I think it's safer. It's, it's, you know, safer not to attribute intent, to appreciate the good that we know has come from these these actions, and and, and then, that's the beauty of the and constitution, also, and also to acknowledge the bad that's happened too. I think that's also just as important. You know, like the good. There's a lot of good that's happened from their, from their, um, their words and from their intent. There's also bad things that happened. You know, like I mean, we still had slaves, which right. 
not good. And I think even inherently they knew that it wasn't good. But but we still... And a lot of them were, I think, on a track to change that, but we can't really... We, but we don't know. We can't assume... But like you said, we can't yeah. assume their intent. Can't... Right. Right. And so... Because we don't know. All we know is what their what their actions have taught us. And they've had good actions and bad actions. Just like, like you were saying, somebody looks back on us 200 years ago, 200 years from now, and says, oh, there's good actions and bad actions. Well, and you look back at our own lives right now. Yeah, right? that's true. I, I can look back at me five years ago and be like, well, yeah. yeah exactly. Kind of an idiot when I did da 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 da, da. You know, and, and right oh. now I might feel like I'm in a good place. But five years from now, I'm going to look back and see, well, no, there's there's some holes. Yeah. There's some holes and stuff I'm working on. And, and, yeah. You know, it's it's good to look back and want to make improvements, but also not to sum ourselves up uh, unjustly either. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the Let's let's talk a little bit about Zuko. I mean, because we've talked Please. about this, but we, we how about Zuko's arc? So maybe we can tie this all together here. So yeah. let, me, let me not Noah's Ark. Not Noah. Zuko's Ark. Zuko's Ark. His redemption arch. arc. Arch. Did you say arch? Or am I just guffing? Ark. Did ya? Ark wand. Archimond. Archangel. Ark. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you lost. Um, yeah, anyways, or I won. Uh, or yeah, maybe you did. Anyways, let, let, let me explain. I'll take the, the lead in, in talking about this since I just watched it. You're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, you are. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you can fill in the blanks as I, that I miss here. So, okay, at the beginning of Avatar, The Last Airbender. Little con- Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Context of the show. Uh, there's four nations. Earth, fire, water, and air. Uh, the four nations uh, for the... Sorry, I already said that. Fire Nation becomes... Hey, how many? There's four of them. All right. uh, the Fire Nation becomes a little bit more greedy, and they start to conquer. They start to conquer the world. Um, usually, there's an avatar who is the Rude. master of all four elements that keeps balance in the world, but he somehow disappeared, or at least that's what that's what the show is about. This premise of the show, he disappeared. Basically, this avatar, uh, his name is Aang. He was frozen in ice for a hundred years uh, because he got lost at sea. He is unfrozen by. Um, a couple of people down in named Katara and Sokka down in the South Pole of their world. And it's basically his journey to master all four elements and then and then restore, restore balance. balance to the world. Um, and he's going to do that by defeating the leader of the Fire Nation who is leading this conquest of the world. So one of the of the other arc in the story is the Fire Lord, his name is, the the leader of the Fire Nation is called the Fire Lord. His son, his name is Zuko, and he's banished. And he's on a quest to restore his honor. That's really what the whole thing, his whole um, driving factor is in this, in the part of the story, is restoring his honor. And he believes that he can do that by capturing this avatar. So he spends the first, basically two-thirds of the show, trying to capture the avatar and restore his honor. Um, and when he's doing that, he's going through all these things, going through all this rigmarole of trying to capture the avatar. He's going through some lessons and he has a really awesome uncle named Iroh who is by his side the entire time, kind of like his guide and letting him make these mistakes, you know, whatever oh, yeah. the mistakes that he's making, but also you could just, have a whole episode on I'm, Uncle Iroh. Oh, I know, man, we should. 
But anyways, he is so patient. He is helping him make those mistakes and helping him guide guide him to make these choices for himself. Because at first he was, you know, supporting him in his decision to to regain his honor by capturing the avatar. And then as time goes on, and as more th- things happen, more stuff happens to Zuko and Iroh, he's trying to guide him to make different choices, you know, and, and try to figure out what his own destiny is instead of what the destiny that somebody tells him, namely his father, tells Zuko what his destiny is. So he goes yeah. throughout this whole thing, and there comes a point, and, and I really like what you say, what you said about us in our own redemption arc, there's ups and downs. You can see that through this story with Zuko, because he has lots of downs trying to capture the Avatar. There comes a point where he's like, he almost, he makes a couple of good choices. Um, you know, one one in particular, he, he frees the Avatar, uh, the, he frees the Avatar's friend, um, now, not to give too much away, he frees them. He frees him, and then that causes some actual um, tension because in his body and causes him to get sick because he acted in a way that was not in line with he actually what he, what he thought he believed in, and he was at war with himself. And then he goes on this upward journey from there. And then when he's presented with a choice, because he's fighting the Avatar again, he's presented with another choice to make a good choice. He chooses bad. And then he gets everything that he wants. He thinks he wants. But then he discovers throughout his time, because he, he, he's able, without telling you too much, he's able to somewhat, quote-unquote, accomplish his mission to capture the Avatar, quote-unquote. Um, and he is welcomed back into the Fire Nation. And he has regained, quote-unquote, his honor. But while he's there, he realizes that he doesn't actually feel like he has done that and that he's he just doesn't feel right with whatever happened so he chooses he chooses good again and from there after he chooses good you can see his upward redemption uh, throughout the remainder of the series until it culminates at the end um with a really good thing happening which Basically, I'll say it's, it's really good. Um, well, let's just call it. Let's just say how it is. He becomes Fire Lord and is able to lead his people and his country into peace. And yeah, fix uh, a lot of these problems they started. Exactly. So, so. Um, yeah, go ahead and comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, say say something. <laughs> no, I uh, I remember when I first started watching Avatar that I did not expect uh, Zuko to um, ever become the good guy. They don't paint him as a very like uh, in-depth character. For, well, maybe they do. I just didn't notice as a kid when I first started watching the show I, and all I, the seasons weren't out yet. I don't think so. I honestly don't think they painted him at first. You, you, we, we all expected him to be the bad guy and for yeah. something to happen. Which, which is good storytelling because... Mm-hmm. We don't know everything about this person, mm. and uh, and neither does this person. And I think that's uh, neither does Zuko, and that's a lot of how we are uh, in our own spiritual journeys. He's he's trying to make things right, and there's a scripture: wickedness never was happiness. Right? Mm. He's trying to restore his honor. That is what he knows he must do. 
And that's what guides his quest to find the Avatar and capture him. Now, he does... His his methods and what he is doing to restore his honor are incorrect at first. He's mm. not at peace. When he gets away everything he wants, he still doesn't have his honor restored, even though he gets the... Um, the outward rewards of what his honor should yeah, be, quote-unquote. Even though his father acknowledges and his nation embraces him again, he doesn't feel whole because with his spirit, if we want to tie this really into the gospel, mm, do it. something was still missing. How he really, truly restores his honor is by doing the right thing, and and that ends up being helping it, uh, Aang and his friends to restore balance. He becomes the Fire Lord. His opportunity to restore his honor becomes his opportunity to restore the whole nation's honor. And that, he does restore his honor in the end, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. his goal from the beginning, and it happens at the end. But it's not the way he thought it would be. And I think that's how it is in our own redemption arcs as as, as children of God, right? We're, we're fallen. We're weak. We're full of mistakes. We're, <laughs> I shouldn't say that way. We're uh, <laughs> full of flaws, full of mistakes. There you go. Um, and we make, we make mistakes. And we have things we need to work on and to restore our honor or to find peace in our soul. And the way to do that is is through God's laws, and there there are set laws for this. It's not it's not just a willy nilly thing that uh, is is relative to each individual so much. There there is there is a, a bigger plan in place. There is uh, bigger pieces uh, to to bring ourselves in line with our spirit, in line with God, mm. and to feel that assurance and that restored uh, that that fullness again. I suppose. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think every time we do something good, we do something right that moves us. You know, I, I think about um I think about how do I say this? Um you know, you give up a sin. Okay. Maybe maybe mine, for example, was uh movies I used to watch when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. When I gave up a sin like that, I felt an amount of, of wholeness. I felt better. I felt uplifted. I felt the spirit come and tell me this was a good thing. This is restoring some amount of of a fullness to me. Um, and I was far from perfect. I'm still full of sin when that happened. I'm still full of sin now. And so I guess the question is, um, or not really the question, but the, the thing to think about is, our honor can be being restored gradually, being confirmed by the Spirit, that feeling of fullness. Uh, that will come as we progress and become better. You know, even for... It makes you wonder, can slaveholders, if we're going to go back onto this topic, um, slavery, evil, evil thing, mm-hmm. right? Horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so could somebody participating in slavery feel the spirit and an acknowledgement that they're becoming better and making an improvement, even though they're still slaveholders, right? Yeah, I think, I think they can. I think the, I think that the spirit isn't withheld from anybody who's trying to improve themselves. Um, but I think, you know, yeah. and what I think is important to remember about that too, is as we become better, the Lord teaches us more about what we need to do to become better. 
So eventually, those slaveholders are going to be taught that slaving, being a slave, being slaveholder, a, a slave owner is incorrect in the eyes of God. Right. And I, right. and uh, I think, you know, and this is just a thought that I just had, but I think maybe the whole, the eradication of the whole institute of slavery was just like, you know, it, the all the 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 pieces and things that went into that was just like a whole was just God saying, okay, be done with it. You know, like we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Like nobody, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to trivialize anybody else, all the, all the work that was put into doing that, you know, but also saying that God's hand was in that. But going back into what you were saying that I think that um, as we are, sinful as we are fallen people we still are granted a measure of the spirit to help us become like Ooh, yeah. like Christ is and who God is so even yeah. if you know like you were saying I like that example even if you are a slave owner as you become better you will be taught that that is wrong and even I, I do want to say though to some extent, some extent, I think that people know knew that it, that was wrong, but they just kind of ignored it, yeah. you know, for whatever reason. And I think that as somebody helps becomes better and humbles themselves, immediately, that is something that the Lord will bring to your bring to them and say, "Hey, by the way, com- comes to light." Yeah, yeah, like this is actually wrong. Like this is wrong, and you need to stop right now. You know, and I think that that's something to that's something also to to think about. Yeah, I think that that spirit comes with with progression in ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. If we stop progressing, that spirit stops to come giving and, and giving that that uh, that comfort. If you look, if there is an infinite timeline for someone to improve, and slaveholders are somewhere on that timeline, and they didn't die before they got to this point, or before they let the spirit into their heart this much, or whatever. If if by the end of this infinite timeline, that's that's confusing when you say that. <laughs> anyway, by the end of this uh, extensive timeline, they should be just about as close to Christ as you can get. Which means the spirit can't strive with them because if they still are holding on to the sin of slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and and that's how it is with us. We're we're on this. Well, I would keep calling it a timeline, but it's a redemption arc. And we feel that confirmation, that spirit, as we progress. And things will be brought to light to us five years from now that maybe we didn't see a few years ago. Or maybe maybe it's because of our culture. You know, Maybe that's how it was for a lot of these people a few hundred years ago. It was so steeped in their culture, this, this sin of slavery, that uh, they didn't think of it as a sin for years. And then suddenly the culture the spirit starts to work in people's hearts as they improve and become better and, and i like to think that part of that is because of the the blessings and the freedoms and the ideas brought forth in the constitution play a, a paved a paved stone in that um people's hearts turning and, and suddenly we have the emancipation mm. and more hearts are turning and they're still you know even though that slavery was technically ended in the 60s the injustices were not um, we still have hearts turning and and there's lots of inflammatory dialogue going on right now and lots of divisiveness and i hope what we all do is we we 
you know, we, we look inside of ourselves and we recognize things that we need. Okay, this is what might have seemed okay or acceptable in our culture and maybe we're able to identify some of those things right now and make that shift, make that progression on that redemption arc a little bit more instead of throwing stones at other people and, you know, we're focusing outward too much instead of inward. This is our chance to progress in our own personal redemption arc. I... Not... Like Uncle Iroh. Oh, he's patient, man. Let's talk about He's this. always there. He's helping guide Zuko. And he never tells him straight up what to do, but he supports him. And he gives him loving encouragement. And he drops little nuggets of, hey, this is the right direction to go here. You know, like, he, he, he kind of starts pointing him in the right direction, but he knows he can't do it for him. I'll and I feel like there's there's too much right now of people trying to force people one direction or the other and really if we look inward we let the spirit work in our hearts like like uncle iroh you know patient and and guiding yeah maybe we're doing a lot of wrong things zugo's doing a lot of horrible things but he needed to come to that conclusion on his own without uncle iroh maybe he maybe he would have a different arc you know Mm. that's a good point um I do want to say, though, I think that um, regardless of however the culture of our times, there are some things that we know and that they knew that were innately wrong that I think we just ignored, to be honest. I think slavery was one for those people, and I think there's others in our culture right now that we think that we know are wrong, but we just ignore. And I think what's important to realize about that is the spirit will tell you if you are humble the spirit will tell you what is wrong and what is right and i think it's important that we don't make the same mistakes that the pr our forefathers did when it comes to that that we do humble ourselves so that we can make those make choices now that a hundred years later or 200 years later people don't look back on us and say man they knew that was wrong but they were just ignoring it so yeah, I think that that's that's something that I, I do but, definitely want to make sure that that uh, we think about. Yeah, I I, I I I don't don't disagree with that by any means. But I do think two hundred years from now, people are going to look back on us. Oh, yeah, they might make assumptions about yeah, us. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent. And if 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 the world if if we are on this redemption arc and we're in a better place two hundred years from now. Hopefully they are looking back and recognizing there's some things that we missed that we could have been doing better. Maybe we realize it. Maybe we ignore it now. Maybe that's, we don't. That's a good point. Good I point. mean, we we can't. Uh, but anyway, I mean, the whole line by line, precept by precept is is kind of feeling pivotal right now. That uh, we really got to work on these things one at a time. Teach our kids better. Teach our kids to, to do better and be better. And they grow up and they teach their kids to do better and be better. And, and that redemption arc uh, continues on an, on an incline, you know? Yeah. I think that that's a good point. I think that people, and just like Zuko, we were innately flawed, built. You know, he was kind of thinking about his origins. He was raised in a very, very terrible home life. You know, you can kind yeah. of you can kind of think of that. You can kind of think of... The United States is being built in a 
on a like being raised in a very terrible home life too to a certain extent I should say and they're just learning he's just trying to figure out how to to use what he's learned and and some of the things are wrong and throughout his life throughout his redemption arc he learns the truth the truth behind like how to actually find in his his case how to actually regain his honor how to actually balance restore balance to the world with the with helping the avatar helping ang and his friends so i like that i i think um at the very end of this whole thing um my i think my my final thoughts on this whole thing are that i think that the world will be in a much better place it is it's it's a mess right now our country maybe the world but specifically our country is a mess right now but we definitely will if we keep working and keep trying to uh to humble ourselves and and become better as people and then become better as communities and become better as as states and a nation that the our 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 redemption arc is just starting or just or we're not done yet and we never will be done but we can always keep going up yeah yeah i mean it's 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 depends what part of the arc we're looking at right mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's starting in in some areas now but i mean that progression's been happening for for millennia and hopefully it continues to to get better and we can welcome christ back to the earth and he's uh, able to to dwell with us because <laughs> because uh, I just dropped something. Oh, we couldn't That's tell. Why. We couldn't tell. Actually, <laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> no, hopefully uh, we can progress on that redemption arc enough that Christ, we we can be in His presence to a degree. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of the preparing the world for the second coming. You know, we need to we need to do better. We need to improve. If we're not repenting. We're not progressing. Mm. And we see this in society right now. This has never changed for individuals. This is always what God has wanted for individuals. He's always wanted us to look at what we need to improve on, what we need to fix, and, and, and work on the next thing, line by line. He's if, if we're not open to inviting more love in our hearts, progressing, coming closer to God, being willing to change things, consistently in our lives um, then we're missing what God wants us to get out of repentance so I think that's that's the gear that's the gear that moves the redemption arc forward is is repentance essentially and anyway amen to that it is all amen. it all comes down to repentance those are good those, those are good thoughts repent ye all right hmm <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ooh. All right. Well, uh, do we have any? Uh, what's that next one? Uh, white? Were you saying? <laughs> Maybe anything for that? Oh, I thought you were gonna click it. Oh, you mean? Uh, white? Were you saying? Like that? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we do not for this week, but I'm looking forward to checking our email and our messages next week or this coming week to find out what everyone's comments or questions on our previous episodes as well as this one um, for yeah. our coming episode. 
So yeah. uh, just a quick shout out. We we're going to say this at the very end anyways, but you can talk to us about your concerns or I guess your concerns. What is, what is actually the word? Oh, your questions about anything that you have on your mind, what's going on in the world, um, a scripture question, uh, just a random question. doesn't have to be spiritual or heavy at all. Yeah. And you maybe can, it's can, a, would you rather? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Remember, we'll give you a shout out. You know, maybe we'll even invite you onto our show uh, to, to talk to us if you can do, if you uh, uh, will, uh, you want to comment or, or whatever. Um, so yeah. feel free to do that. And you can do that on our, our various places to contact right, us, right. which you're, we'll tell you're you. Ta- you're taking my, you're taking my shindig. I'm not telling you. I'm not taking anything. Unbelievable. Was, hey, thanks for listening, everyone. I didn't say anything. I let you do this. Oh. You can contact us at, you know, whatever, wherever you want to contact us at. I don't care. Uh, send our email at inblackandwhitepodcast@gmail.com. Uh, you can contact. You can also contact us at our website, ibwpodcast.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter at ibwpodcast. Shoot us a message there. We've got messages in, in all sorts of places, all right? So, yeah, all right. Whatever you're like, yeah, all right. You get it? Anyway, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you got something good out of this chat. and you, uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts. So have a swell week. Don't burn in the sun. It's hot outside. We love you. You're cool. God is good. Godspeed, everyone. Oh, so delicious. <laughs>